syringes, peach pears, plums, oranges. Yeah, here I come, my minches, away from you, there, fear none. Hip hop is innocent and I'm one one, so let's get down to business. I don't got a time to play around, what is this? Must be a circus in town, shutting the shit down on these clowns. And I get a witness. Hell yeah! Give you my best, Dr. Dre. Hell yeah! Let's get down to business. I don't got no time to play around. What is this? Let's get down to business. I, man, I love business. Why do I love business? Well, I like making money. We all like making money. It doesn't have to be the root of everything, but we all like making some money. Because we like to do stuff and buy stuff. And it is... The most gratifying way that I know how to do it is to start your own business. Whether it's a side hustle or it's something that you're going to go full throttle on, there's something to be said for it. And I think it's one of the amazing things that exist in the United States is the ability to start a business and have an idea and make it into something that people will actually pay you to do. Um, I mean, honestly, one of the greatest things is creating a band and going from just playing music for fun and actually turning it into a business. And you'll hear a lot of musicians talking about that the music business is brutal. The music business is unfair. And that's true. But the reality is, is all business is brutal. All business is unfair. All things take work, they take focus, they take innovation, they take a fresh idea for it to be successful. And there's typically enough room for everyone to have some level of success. Uh, If you're passionate about what you want to create the business around, if you're passionate about what you're trying to create, you can go for it. So let what I wanted to talk about today is how, how do you get started? What should you do? And I think a lot of times people throw the cart before the horse. I'll tell you my typical approach. I've started several different businesses over the course of my entrepreneurial career, done lots of different things. Some have worked out really well. Some were rather short-lived. But besides that, we've got this beautiful thing out there called the internet that can give us a lot of the information that we need to get started. So what I put together here today are three questions that I would ask yourself before, I guess, starting the investment in a business and and the financial investment. I think it's a lot of this initially, I think, is an investment of time. It's an investment of learning. It's an investment of creating new skills and capabilities if you feel like you might have some deficiencies in areas that this business will require to get started. Um, but once you get beyond that point, I think there's a few questions that you need to ask yourself. The first question you need to ask yourself is, could I do this forever? Like, could I do this for a long, long time? Is this something that I'm interested enough in? If you're going to start your own business, is it something that at least a portion of that opportunity is something that you're passionate about? If you're passionate about sales or marketing or you're really good at it, 
Um, you can get the message, you can make the pitch, or maybe you got some deep technical expertise where you know you can build this piece of software or you know, provide this type of service. Are these things that you feel like you could do for a long time or train people how to do over time so that they can take that work off of your plate? But regardless, when you're starting a business from scratch, oftentimes uh, it's just going to involve you and your consistency and persistence to keep showing up every day and moving that product or service or offering forward in some type of measurable way. So could you do this forever? I think one thing people see sometimes is, oh, wow, there's there's a huge opportunity here, or there's a, a an opportunity that just kind of appears out of nowhere and it's these flash in the pan kind of things and people run after it and they're trying to make a quick buck and there are people that get lucky enough they roll the dice and and they find a spot and capitalize on it but i would say the vast majority fail because people don't understand that to really grow start and grow a business it takes time and it takes that energy about it and so if you get into an area that's not exciting or that you have no idea how long this bubble will last, you're likely going to be in a bad spot. So could I do this forever? Not saying you will do this forever. Not saying you won't grow your business and take on different roles and, and become a leader and a CEO or whatever that is, a partner, whatever that ends up looking like. Yes, that's long term, but it's still that forever mentality that seems like such a long time but that's how you have success is committing to that ability to show up every day and deliver on this type of business so that's question number one question number two that i think you should ask yourself if you're looking at it forever is this a scalable business is this something that you feel like could or will grow over time because you've done your market research, you know there's a need in the market, whether that's your hometown or you're looking at something national or global or whatever that looks like, is it scalable? And I guess beyond that, you have to ask yourself, is this something that I want to be scalable? Do I want to grow a business? Do I have visions of mass scale and grandeur and and all kinds of upside opportunity, or am I really happy starting a lawn care business where I'm my own boss, I can control the quality of what happens. Yeah, maybe I have a person or two, or you know, I'm going to go around and start a, a new pool cleaning business, and we're going to do that, and we're going to have a certain level of quality. I'm not too interested. I don't like people a lot, so if it's just me and a couple other people, or myself and my wife, or whatever that looks like, plan that. Make that decision because the one thing that will set you back is one, if you're trying to scale a business that doesn't really have an opportunity to scale, there's not a lot of either interest in the product, there's not a lot of market demand for the product, or you're getting into a game that's ancient. Like if you are a rotary telephone repair person and you're passionate about that business, I hate to break it to you, but that one's going to be a tough tough job. Now, you might have that might be a huge niche opportunity. You might be able to actually make a ton of money doing that, but there's not going to be a ton of clients. It's not going to be a massively scalable business because we've all got these smartphones now, as I'm sure you know. So, make sure 
you understand whether or not the business is scalable and if you want it to be scalable. There's a lot to be said about an amazing lifestyle business. Lots of people, I would say the vast majority of small business owners, it starts to become more of a lifestyle business. They do what they do, they're passionate about it forever, and they continue to deliver value to their market or markets, whatever that looks like, for their entire life. And it works well. They build a life around it. They build a family around it. There's a succession plan for their kids to take it over at some point in time. It delivers what they need financially. It delivers what they need from a work-life balance. It allows them to still be the boss, but it's not so overwhelming because they've got massive teams and massive budgets to manage. It's very predictable. It's very manageable. And it works for them. Now, the upside might not be there. The uh, scalability might not be there. But they made that decision like, hey, I'm good with this. This fits in. I can do all the things that I want to do and still have what I deem to be successful. Still deem what I need for wealth in my location. So ask yourself, is this scalable? Or do I want this to be more of a lifestyle business? And again, that may change over time. But To begin with, if you're planning on getting started, you're planning on making investment to formalize this business idea or this business plan, you need to ask yourself that question because that long-term vision is going to be very key in how you make decisions early in the process. The third question is, how would I get this business off the ground? What are the minimum things that I need before I could have a product realized or a service realized, or are there certain people that I would need to subcontract to deliver on the marketing or help me with a sales funnel, or I'm going to do some online marketing, you need to start to look at just some preliminary planning for how I would launch this. Certainly if you are building a product or something like that. I've got this crazy mousetrap idea and there's going to be manufacturing involved and you know it's this shark tank kind of opportunity. You know that those budgets can get really crazy really fast um, if you're making some type of physical product. So all that stuff, think about it. Because the next thing that we talk about uh, in, in a future episode is then taking that information and actually trying to formulate that into a business plan. But you need to at least early on understand what is it going to take to get this thing launched. And if it's a killer idea, if this is the better mousetrap and there is a massive market and a massive opportunity, you've just invented the coolest thing ever, um, then you've got, you've got some real planning to do because you may need investors. You may need other ways to fund that initial prototype. You may need ways to fund the people that are going to build this thing for you, how you're going to sales and market it. You might just be the person that has the idea. So every opportunity can take a little bit different shape and you need to ask yourself that question to begin with. So that's what I wanted to start with today. We're going to get down to business. I I love the fact that we can just dream up an idea, just start a business today or tomorrow if we wanted to and start to run after that. But I think before you go start getting these things and opening a a corporation or an LLC, start subcontracting people to do your sales and marketing or, or whatever investments are required, you need to ask yourself, could I do this forever? Is this something that's scalable or do I really think this is more of a lifestyle type of business? 
And then finally, how do I get this business off the ground? I'll say those three questions are exactly what I thought about beyond just loving making music. It was about more than that from me. I mean, from day one, wanted to have music deliver financially to myself and thinking about it forever to my family. Thinking about that. So how, how would I do that? Is this something that's scalable? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's all kinds of potential revenue streams from a music perspective. I remember thinking about that. I was like, well, we've got merchandise. Uh, you know, streaming wasn't huge when we got started, but we've got album sales and we've got radio and we've got movies and, and there's lots and lots of different ways. Music is everywhere and it, and it will always be everywhere. Now, how that gets consumed, how that gets distributed, that's going to change over time like it always has. But nonetheless, we as humans have a massive need for music globally. So that is definitely something that was scalable. And then what does it take to get it off the ground? Well, again, you can go crazy and put a ton of money into your recordings. You can put a ton of money into your gear, into the studio. You're going to go to the best studio where Linkin Park recorded, and that's where we're going to do our initial EP. Or you can understand that this is something that we are looking at for the long term. We don't we're not the best band in the world right now. We're not the most amazing songwriters. So odds are we need this first experience to get some feedback, to learn how to be a band, to learn how to write songs, to see if we can even stand each other doing a weekend warrior run or something like that. This is the type of thinking that needs to happen early in that business process. Take that same concept. I've got this amazing, um, you know, again, lawn care business that I want to start. Great. Is this something I could do forever? Well, yes and no. I mean, certainly over the years, maybe there's going to be physical limitations. You don't see many hundred-year-olds, you know, pushing the lawnmower. Certainly, there. I'm sure if your business is is decent, you're hoping to be retired before then. But could I do this forever? Yeah, you probably could, or at least until retirement. Is this something that's scalable? Again, arguably, if you want it to be that, you can continue to hire other people to. Uh, start that services business, start to look at, you might be managing the appointments and going out and building the relationships, closing the larger commercial opportunities, uh, leveraging some of the network that you maybe have in your hometown. So yeah, there's definitely some scale or there's definitely some opportunity for more of a manageable lifestyle type of business. Hey, I only want to work summers or I only want to do snow removal in the winter if you're in the Midwest. Those are things that you can make those decisions. It might not deliver tons of upside, and there's certainly a limitation to seasons, but it might be everything that you're looking for because you know, I, I do snow removal in the winter because in the summer I want to be you know a amateur golfer, a pro golfer, or whatever, something like that. It might work for you. So every single business is different, and that's why you need to ask yourself, what do you want out of the business? It's not always about, you know, jets and things like that. It can be about just the right kind of lifestyle model that works for you and for the for your family, either now or the family you're, you're anticipating in the future. Think through those things. How would I get the business off the ground? Well, I need some customers. I need some lawns. I need to make sure that I've got equipment. Now, am I going to go buy brand new stuff? Am I proficient at fixing this. I've been doing small engines uh, my whole life, so I've got this. I'm going to go get 
you know, something that's used because I'm, I'm very uh, mechanical and able to do that. You can see where any business, if you actually start to break this down and ask yourself some questions, you can start to formulate how this thing might look and what makes sense. And what you're doing in asking those three questions is just starting to set up those foundational pieces for what success looks like to you. That can change over time again, but you need to know day one what's realistic. You know, Day one, you're not going to have likely a full schedule of lawns to mow. Day one, you're likely not going to have a number one single on the radio. These things take planning. They take consistency. They take networking. They take breaking down doors and getting more knowledge every time you work through each season, each season of your life, each season of the business, each season of learning that you have presents another opportunity to grow that and gain more knowledge and ultimately get closer to what you've envisioned this thing to be and the goals that you've set out for yourself. So, and kind of building off of some previous things that I've talked about, what's cool about that and what's important is now you can start to set these milestones and actually celebrate getting to each of those milestones, whether it's getting that first lawnmower client or hearing your song on a local radio station first, celebrate that. Let that fuel you into the next thing that you need to knock down. And as long as you're realistic about what things you need to have in place to move in the direction of success at a pace that you can achieve, let's go. You know, show up. You can you can accelerate that. I'm not saying you have to go slow, and I'm not saying you have to do things for decades before you earn your way. It doesn't have to be like that, but you have to have that plan, and you have to be realistic in what you're going after, and once you understand that, then it's time to execute. So ask yourself those questions. Do some research. Make sure that there is a market for what you're looking to do, and then let's get down to business. Let's get, let's get it started. And let's find that side hustle. Let's do that thing that we've always wanted to do and try to see, hey, can I, will somebody pay me five bucks for this? Will somebody pay me 500? Will somebody pay me five grand, five mil, whatever? That is a, a, a big accomplishment to have somebody appreciate the product or service or skill or craft or whatever that is, appreciate that enough to do a transaction, to buy it, to purchase it, to give up their time in the form of money to you. I think we all lose sight of that so easily that that's a big moment. I'll leave you with this. It's never been easier to start a business. So if you've been hesitating, you've been overanalyzing and not asking yourself the right questions or putting a plan together and breaking it down into smaller pieces that you can go attack and win and celebrate and continue on, then now is the time. Make that move. I'm here for you. I'm cheering for you. So turn it up. Get that side hustle going. Get that business plan started to be put together. We'll talk about how to put those things together. And there's so many awesome things that can come from that. Turn it up. Have a good week. We'll see y'all soon. If you like the Turn It Up podcast, follow me on Instagram at Jeff Stebbins1 and DM me for any coaching or collaboration. Thank you.